who are we that we are able to bring anything to honor you? All that we have, we got it from you. And all that we gave is from you. Father, may these offerings be an aroma of praise unto your holy name. Those of us who are not able to give, Father, make a way for us that we also may bring something that we appreciate all that you do for us, all that you continue to do for us. We thank you. Bless these offerings. May these offerings turn out to bring divine favor into each and every one of us. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah.
thank you for this evening. We pray for the entrance of your word. May your word bring us light in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Illumination, light. Hallelujah. Amen. Light. Amen. Amen. I was reading a Jewish Bible, the Torah, and I was surprised. You know, the Torah is basically like the Old Testament. And they were saying that um, when God created it, he said, let there be light. He said, in Genesis, let there be light. And then they have a commentary. You know, it, was, it, was, it comes with a commentary. And they say the word light means illumination. In other words, God was saying that uh, God was telling us that there should be understanding and clarity. Amen. Hallelujah. God wants his children to have understanding and clarity and not, and not mystery and spookism. So it was, explained that that it, 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 was, it was explaining that that is the reason why the Jews believe in education. That knowledge brings light. Do you understand? That knowledge brings light. Hallelujah. So they believe in education. So God said, let there be light. And there was light. Illumination. Amen. Hallelujah. May you receive light. Amen. May you receive illumination. Amen. You see, the Bible talks in Daniel, that's what, that's what, that's one of, that is one of the ways Daniel is described. Daniel is described as someone who had light. And the gods were with him. Amen. Amen. You cannot walk in this life with no understanding. You need light. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. So, Abeku, I came with your message. Abeku was wondering why, I'm, why am I going to continue this book? So, Preach. hallelujah. So, I'm talking about how to neutralize curses. Amen. Hallelujah. So, how do you neutralize curses? And like I said, um, the first thing I want us all of us to know is that 
a case is basically more like a legitimate law. You know? Let me let me let me back up. You see, a case. It's a law. Hallelujah. When they say a, a, a case operates like a law, so when you are cursed, you know, it's like judgment has been issued against you. That's actually what it is. Hallelujah. Amen. And just like judgment cannot be issued against you in vacuum, there's always a reason why a judgment is issued against you. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what I'm trying to say. Do you understand? Judgment cannot be issued against you in vacuum. Hallelujah. So if there's a judgment against you, it means you might have done something. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? You must have done something. Otherwise, judgment cannot be issued against you. Amen. That is why the Bible says that a case, costless, Shall not come. Proverbs chapter 26 verse 2. Do you have it? Proverbs. Is it? As a bird by wandering and, and, the swa- and the swallow by flying, so the curse, causeless, shall not come. Hallelujah. So a curse cannot be attached or enforced on your life. Because a curse is literally a judgment. Hallelujah. And then and 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 demons are the police agents that effect the case. They are the case enforcers. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You know, I hope this is let me share something. If somebody, if you go to you see, if somebody is sentenced by a judge, and a person you go to visit the person in prison. You may have all the best intention for the person. And you may want the person to come out. But you cannot. Because that's a judgment. Do you understand? Until the sentence is served. Or the penalty is paid. Or pardoned. There is no wishful thinking. That can take the person out of court. There is no good intention. Do you get it? You, you can wish. You can wish. Listen. And re- I'm making this point. See, I am making this point because as Christians, I want you to I want us to understand that you cannot confess a curse away. Do you understand what I'm saying? I confess this curse. No, no, you cannot. Because a curse is a sentence. So you can only, you only unless you pay the penalty or it's revoked, you cannot confess it away. A lot of believers think they can confess a curse away. You cannot. Because a curse is a legal binding thing. So the price must be paid. Hallelujah. So the first thing I want you to know is that a curse without a cause shall not come. Okay? Because if you haven't done any crime, no judge can sentence you. Do you understand? You cannot sentence you if you haven't done anything. They cannot sentence you to death. You haven't done anything. You are innocent. Do you understand? So there is no there is no basis for any sentencing. That is number one. And number two, because it's a legal 
See, the, I want you to understand a case where because it's a legally binding thing, you cannot confess it away. The price has to be paid. That's a fine. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So do we, uh, uh, do we understand it? Yeah. The price must be paid. Yeah. Like, like, like if, if, like, I mean, a bond, you know, that's why, that's why somebody can stand in surety, like, somebody can stand in surety for you a bond, because you are going to run away. So the person stands in surety for you. It means that if you don't come, the person will be go to jail. Do you understand? So curses cannot be wished away. It requires a price. And the price can, must be paid. And sometimes, that is the reason why sometimes it's even not, you see, uh, you can sign something for somebody and the person will not come and you'll be in trouble. They'll come after you. Do you get it? So the price must be paid. That's the first thing about the case. Yeah. And even in the Bible, you know, let's read this interesting scripture between Jacob and Rebekah. Jacob and Rebekah. Go to Genesis. Go to Genesis chapter 27. Genesis chapter 27. Let's read from verse, verse 6. Genesis 27 verse 6. You see, this is, what I'm talking about a case because there's a cause. And once there's a cause, you cannot wish it away. The penalty must be paid. Do you get it? And this was when Rebecca made Jacob trick his father for the blessing. Okay? And Rebekah spoke unto Jacob her son, saying, Behold, I heard thy father speak unto Esau thy brother, saying, Bring me venison and make me savory meat that I may eat and bless thee before the Lord, before, the Lord, before my death. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I command thee. He was telling the son to do something that, you see, go now to the flock and fetch from me then two kids' goats, and I will make them savory meat for thy father, as, such as he loved. And thou shalt bring it to thy father, that he may eat, that he may bless thee before his death. And Jacob said to, then Jacob said to Rebekah his mother, Behold, Esau my brother is an hairy man, and I am a smooth man. Okay? Just in case, the old, even though the old man is blind, he can feel. The fact that somebody is blind does not mean he can feel. Hallelujah. My father, per adventure, will feel me, and I shall seem to him as a deceiver. And I shall, you see, a, a, a curse. I shall bring a curse upon me and not a blessing. Jacob is saying that, look, if I do this, you see, Jacob and Israel, I was teaching on Sunday, if you want, if you want to, Two people who understood blessings and curses is those brothers. They, be, they understood what is a blessing and what is a curse. And I'm probably, 
Probably that understanding came from they watching the life of their grandfather. They saw how grandpa was. Because grandpa was Abraham. They saw how grandpa was. So, as little children, they knew that there's something called a blessing and something called a curse. And, and, and they understood it clearly that blessing, like, I keep on, like Bishop keep on saying, blessing and cursing is basically plus and minus. A blessing is a plus. A curse is a minus. And at the end of the day, whether you go forward or you go backwards, it's the accumulation of the two. If you have plus 10 and minus 2, you have positive 8. But if you have plus 10 and minus 20, you go this way. So at the end of <laughs> it's simple mathematics. Simple. There's no mystery to it. Blessing is a plus. A curse is a minus. And that's a, so your life is determined by the summation of the two. So Jacob said, look, they, they, so those two brothers said they understood blessing and curses right from the time they were little because they saw it in grandpa. So the boy said, listen, mom, Mom, that's thing you are telling me to do. And sometimes you have to tell your mother that's thing you are telling me to do is wrong. Yeah. Mom, with all due respect, I go to church. But I can't do it. Dad, dad, with all due respect, I go to church. Because recently I heard somebody's, somebody uh, in relation. And the father-in-law, father was advising the son that this girl that you are going to marry, I'm not sure whether they can have a child. So why don't you make her pregnant and then we'll continue to do the marriage. And this girl is a Christian. The girl said, dad, I'm sorry. He said, you are not sure. He said, no, dad, I'm sorry. With all this, but I'm born again. I cannot do this. I cannot sleep with the man before I get married to, to prove that I can get pregnant before you are married. No, dad, I can't do it. So you put the mom, so Jacob said, mom, no. This thing you are telling me to do is wrong. Even though dad is blind, the father is blind. You see, that's the mistake people make. You see, the fact that somebody cannot see does not mean he cannot feel. They are spiritual senses. Sometimes people are telling me stories. I look at you and I laugh. You are telling me stories. Fairy tales, I look at you and I laugh. I can see in between. You see, the father have not spoken about something that's not me that I don't know about it. In fact, those who know me well are most of the rest. Most people who know me will describe the usual reverend. He doesn't say, but he doesn't know. I know 100%. That's religion. I know 100%. <laughs> if you know me, I know it 100%. So the fact that I haven't opened my mouth does not mean that I don't know. As you are walking there fully clothed, I know all your nakedness. <laughs> yeah. I just decided not to embarrass you as I can fight. Hallelujah. Because it's when you're a father, you must learn not to. You see, the Bible said that. You see, and the reason, no, no, no that, that's the reason. The Bible said that. Truth came by Moses. But grace and truth came by Christ. Sometimes the truth hurts. So you don't say it. That's why you need grace to cover it. Sometimes what, you, what the person is doing, you know, but, but telling the person will hurt the person. So you hold back. <laughs> So pay adventure and bring a curse upon me and not a blessing. Go ahead. Next verse. Oh, continue, my bro. Have you frozen? Oh, not yet. And his mother said unto him, Upon me, 
be thy case, my son. Only obey my voice and go and fetch it. My, go and bring it. Let the case be upon me. <laughs> upon me. Be the case. Go and bring it. Yeah. So, I'm talking about legal sentences. Jacob understood that this thing that we are doing, it will give basis for a case. And the mother said, no problem. Let's do it. I am willing to take the case. I'll pay the fine. So immediately, the case moved from Jacob to his mother. Because there was a legal sentence, and the mother brother said, "I'll take the I'll, I'll, I'll take the sentence." And from that time, you can see, we never heard of Rebecca again. Yeah, yeah. And this was the summary. This was the end. This was go to uh, verse forty-six, twenty-seven, verse forty-six. Twenty-seven, verse forty-six. This is Rebecca. Sorry. After he made that, uh, you see, he collected the sentence. And, and, and you can see the, sent, the curse being effected in her life. Yeah. You can see the curse being effected. In, because you see, what I'm trying to share with you is that that action was a reason for, for somebody to be cursed. You understand what I'm saying? A curse consequence cannot come. So once you do that, you, you, you put you have done something that brings a case. And the mother said, you know, it's like playing uh, this thing. I mean, like being school, something happened. Who did it? And somebody lift up their hand. I take the bullet. The mother said, I take the bullet. And the bullet, the bullet will not be spared. From that time, say, this is the end of Rebecca's life. And Rebecca said to Isaac, when he was to her husband, and Rebecca said to Isaac, the husband, I am weary of my life. This was toward the end of his life. Was, see, from that day after Jacob left, the curse began to manifest in her life. She asked for it. He said, I am weary of my life because of the daughters of Heath. If Jacob takes a wife to the daughters of Heath, such as this, which are the daughters of the Lamb, what good shall my life be unto me? Look, from that time it was weary, weary, weary till she died. Because she decided to take the case. You understand? Are you hearing me? She, she couldn't pray the case away. There's a price. That's what I'm trying to say with you. You cannot, you cannot pray it away. There's a price to pay. Like, I know two weeks ago, look, the surest way to block a case, I think I preach on Sunday, or to, or to block it, is to sacrifice. Because sacrifice also becomes another power. Then it opposes the case. But you don't confess cases away. You must do something about it. To neutralize it. You don't say, I bind this case upon my life. You don't bind cases. When you are being sentenced to jail, you can say, I bind the sentence. You go to jail. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, now based on that, do you, have you understood it so far? Yes. So you can see that um, since cases need to be paid for, okay, otherwise you pay the price. 
A lot of us hear this scripture, Christ has redeemed us from. Okay, let's look at that scripture away. Let's look. Genesis 3.13. Genesis chapter 3, verse 13. Are you there? I said Genesis. Galatians. Sorry, sorry. Galatians. Go to Galatians. Are you there? What does Galatians say? Christ had what? Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Okay? Christ has redeemed us from what? This is for if you are born again, okay? Christ has been from the curse of what? Being made a curse for us. For it is risen. Cursed is everyone that hangeth. So what I'm talking about, a curse, for you to be free from a curse, a price has to be paid. You need to be redeemed. You don't confess curse away. And the Bible says that it's like, it's like you owe $10. And then they are telling us, oh, don't worry, man. How much is it? And you are, listen, mommy owes you $20. And you are hustling, mommy. And I come, so why are you harassing the life? So, Rex, you owe me twenty dollars. I say it doesn't matter. Here, and I pay. Once I pay, you cannot harass her again. You can't say that. Neither can you refuse my payment. Say, okay, I'm not accepting from you. No, I want her to pay, not you. No, there's a fine. That is why when you're going to buy something, there's a fine. Even when you're going to buy something from a shop, you may pick something, but you can use your French credit card to pay. Cause money is money. It doesn't matter. They want their money. <laughs> So the Bible says that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of what? The curse of what? This is a teaching session. So look, go and read this book. This is the mistake a lot of Christians make. Christ did not redeem us from all curses. I'm teaching. Christ did not redeem Christians from every type of curse. The one that he paid for us is the curse of which, were, which came because of the law. That's a t- completely difference. That is why a lot of us are working with cases. And we are still, we are assuming that uh, we, are, we, we, are, we, are, we are, I'm born again, I'm not under a case. No, 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 no. Christ redeemed you only from the case of the law. Your ancestral ones are still there. That's what you don't know. Yeah, am I teaching? Are we, are we understand it? So the redemption is only it's a, it's a curse because there's a, there is something called the curse of the law. The curse that came because of the law, and that was in the laws that Moses gave, such that when you disobey those laws, you are under a curse. But Jesus Christ came to redeem us from, 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 from if you are a Christian, you can disobey those Moses' law and you will not be under a curse. That's the difference. The curse of the law. For example, you see, when you read the, uh, the, all, the, all the curse of the law, they are in Leviticus. Leviticus has all of them listed plenty. And the, the Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy has a lot of them. I mean, if you read it, I'd be amazed. Do you understand? Yes. I mean, a lot of cases. Look, um, 
a case of, I mean, Leviticus 11, 1 to 3. I mean, this is not like, this. The, the, look, for example, I'm just giving you an example. There are so many of them. When you go home, you can read. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying unto, and the Lord spoke unto Moses and, and to Aaron, saying unto them, verse 2, speak unto the children of Israel. These are the beasts which ye shall eat among the beasts that are on the earth. Whatsoever parted the hoof and is cloven hearted and cheweth the cat among the beasts that shall eat. Are you there? Go to verse 7. Oh. Okay, let's go this one. And the swine. What is the swine? What is the swine? And the swine, though he divide the roof and uh, yet chewed not the cat, he is an unclean. So under the under the case of the law, under Moses' law, which God it wasn't Moses, which God gave to them, God said it is a sin to eat a pig. How many of you have been eating pork meat? <laughs> Huh? That is why the people who did not have not accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior, who don't think he's the Messiah, which is the Jews and the Muslims, that's why they don't eat pig. So both Jews and Muslims don't eat pork. Because it's, it's a law. Moses gave it to them. So both Muslims and, and Jews don't eat pork. They don't touch pork at all. But you have been chewing pork meat. Maria Alice, you look at someone who really likes pork. <laughs> she likes pork, right? Pork, uh, pork chop. So, but, but, you see, but, but, but for Christ, you are cursed. But because of Jesus Christ, you can eat as many pork as you like. <laughs> Man, you like pork? You, be, you see? Can you imagine? It was a curse. But because of Christ, you can eat as many pork as you want. So this is what Jesus Christ came to save us. Jesus Christ came to save us from not eating pork. Wow. <laughs> Curse of the law. Oh, yeah. Look, wait, there are so many of them. Bishop has some interesting one. Deuteronomy 22, 11. Uh, actually, yeah. Uh -huh. Deuteronomy 22, 1, 22, 11. Deuteronomy 22, 11. This is another law. What does it say? Thou shalt not wear a garment of diverse sorts, as of woolen and so under so under the curse of the law, you cannot wear cut, you cannot mix things, polyester. Either it's pure linen or pure wool. That's why they say the Jews don't mix clothes. So those of you who have been wearing how many are wearing polyester here? You're all sinners. You have to pay the fine. I hear it. Polyester. Your fabrics. Deuteronomy 22.5. The laws are plenty. Deuteronomy 22.5. What does it say? The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man. Neither shall a man... <laughs> I'm watching those who are wearing pants. Ah! Ah! Have you seen? You're all sinners. <laughs> you wearing pants too? Okay, you are. You look pants. 
All those, all the women who are wearing pants, please stand up. <laughs> this one, right? You see? Hey! I, I, I bypass you. You are a sinner. <laughs> As for your pants, even the size of it makes you a sinner. One is pants, two, the combination is linen. <laughs> yeah, so, you see, and let me tell you something. Some religions do enforce it. Because they don't, they don't understand that Christ has redeemed us from the law. You understand? So what Jesus Christ came to redeem us from is the law. The law. The law. His death on the cross redeemed us from the law. The curse of the law. But it does not mean that he came to redeem us 100% from every curse. Is somebody hearing me? Because apart from the curse of the Lord, there are other curses. In operations. Are you hearing me? Number one, like the curse on Adam. Christ, God, God is the one who cursed Adam. That was before the Lord. That was before Moses came. <laughs> And that was the cause before, before, before Moses was born that curse was there and God cursed Moses he said look what did God say to, uh, to Adam he said from the sweat of thy brow thou shalt eat whether you are born again Christian tongue speaking to eat you have to sweat up till now even me I'm sweating why do you think I came late sweating <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, I cannot. Co- Do you understand what I'm saying? Because the fact that you are born again does not mean that you're not sweat before you eat. I preach a good message. So understand the difference. Yeah. The fact that you are born again does not mean you will not sweat before you eat. You sweat. Any work you do, even I'm robbers sweat before they eat. <laughs> Yeah. So that curse is not, you see, the curse of the Lord, uh, Adam. The curse on Eve. That was, Eve was way before Moses. And the curse on Eve was that you shall desire. God said it all. He said, You shall desire. You shall desire what? Your, your husband and, and he would sh- show that curse show that curse and, and, and until the woman said I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception in sorrow that shall bring forth children that's a curse and, and thy desire shall be unto thy husband and he shall rule over you three in one whether you are born again, whether you are Christian, whether you speak in tongues, when you have liver pains, it will hurt. You can't say, I confess the liver pains to go away. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, I bind every liver. P- no! No way. If you like, try, next time you are in labor, you try. And say, I bind the liver pain. You tried it, right? It didn't work. Did you try it? It didn't work. You can't bind labor pains. 
Hallelujah. Your desire. He said your desire. Your desire shall be towards your husband. I mean, whether you like it or not, I mean, we have watched women back and forth. Professional women, black women, white women, old women. When you meet them one-on-one, quietly and you ask them, they all want to marry. <laughs> Even on the outside, so I don't care, I don't care, but they are lying. They all... <laughs> it's a lie. Yeah. It's a lie. All of them, I'm telling you, I've been a pastor for a while. I've been a pastor for all of them. Oh, every woman who said they don't marry, they are lying. They, and they ask, oh, I don't care. They are lying. I'm saying they are lying. They, all of them would like to marry. <laughs> it's a trustworthy saying. It's because it's a desire. It's a desire. It's a guess. Yeah. They know that this thing it will it will bring oppression, but they'll go for it. <laughs> Me, I'm telling you, they know that this thing it will bring oppression. But they'll go for it. it they, they know very well this thing it will bring oppression, but they will go for it. And they can't help it because there's a case, it's a law, it is something that has been put in motion by Almighty God. You can you see, you cannot pray. I desire not to marry. No, 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 no. <laughs> Lord, I confess, take the desire of a man out of my life. It's true. What is true? Me, even me, I, I prayed before. I, that that, that was so. I prayed for him and made an altar call for those who want to marry. And Cologne, I remember. And some of the old ladies who came for it said, hey! <laughs> you will think that at your age. <laughs> I get in a message. Yeah. Your desire. You can't wish that thing away. Hey, it's almost time. It's almost, yeah. you, your desire, all of them, all of them, all this one, 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 no exception, 100%. of God. It's a desire. If they are honest with themselves, they will tell you inwardly. Is it true, Amma? Is it true? It's true. Is it true? Huh? 100% true. 100% true, yeah. See, the honest, I like honest sisters. That's the truth. <laughs> this is church. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. That curse cannot go away. Amen. I said amen. amen. The curse of Noah is another case. No, no, no. The case of Ham. A servant of servant you shall be. <laughs> is it full of praise? <laughs> I'll leave you to go and do your own research. It is... 
as I will leave you to it is hundred percent operation. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Christ did not redeem us from the curse of Noah. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Noah rather, Noah rather stopped the curse of the earth being flooded by his sacrifice. But as for the words that he spoke, he didn't. That one, Noah was the one who made the curse. See, Noah stopped the curse on mankind for sin. Because God said that because of what Noah had done, I will no longer destroy the earth with flood. Be- and, and because of that sacrifice, you see, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Because, Maria, you know what I'm because of that sacrifice, even though we are doing the same things that Noah did in the days, God has not destroyed us because Noah paid the sacrifice to block that curse. But as to, as to the curse that Noah cursed, we're still in motion. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Yeah, it's still in motion. Amen. So I'm talking about some. These are examples of curse that's not redeemed. The curse of Adam, curse on Eve, the curse on by Noah, and the, what? You see, and, and all those things they don't even concern you. They don't concern you. The one that concerns you, which I'm going to share with you, is that Christ has not redeemed us from the curse that you bring upon yourself. Christ did not redeem you from the curse that you bring upon yourself. Yeah. yeah. This is where a lot of believers miss. Listen. This is where a lot of Christians miss it. It means that if there's a curse for stealing and you go and steal, Christ does not cover it. You will, be, you will receive the curse of a thief. So don't go and steal and say it's under the blood. It, it, it's not under the blood. <laughs> now, you see, this is where a lot of Christians, because you see, a lot of Christians are working, oh, oh we, are, we live by grace. It's by grace. But no, no, no. Grace does not mean you continue to sin. A curse is a legal document. When you do, you see, for example, the Bible said that honor your father and your mother that it may be well with you. If you go and you take your shoe and you slap your mother, you can speak in tongues a hundred times. Christ has not redeemed from that one. You, it will not be well with you because you are, it is a law that you have actually evoked. Is somebody hearing me? Christ is not redeemed from that one. You may be forgiven for the sin, but a curse still in operation. You need to know. Because a lot of us Christians uh, have this blind faith. Wholesale. He did not. Christ did not redeem us from the curse of not paying tithe. Shall a man rob God? Yet have you robbed me. In what? In tithes and offerings. Therefore, I will bring the devourer. So when you don't pay your tithe, you can't say, in the name of Jesus, I cancel the ca-. You can't cancel it. <laughs> you are cursed with a curse. Is somebody hearing me? Is somebody hearing me? Yes, so some curses we bring upon ourselves. You understand? You bring a curse of breaking up, breaking your home. 
when you, re- when you don't remain loyal to your wife. The Bible says by the, by the means of an adulterous woman, a man is reduced to a piece of bread. Sometimes you bring yourself to a piece of bread. See, that one, Christ has not redeemed you from it. Is somebody hearing me? So, so there are cases Christ did not redeem us from it. Hallelujah. But can those cases be neutralized? Can those cases be neutralized? The answer is absolutely yes. There are ways to neutralize those cases. Only that, I just look at my time. My time is up, so I'm going. I promise to close on time because tomorrow we all have to go to work. So. I know you want to hear more, but come next week. We'll continue. To be continued. <laughs> Holy words, long preserved for our walk in this world. They resound with God's own heart. Oh, let the ancient words impart. Ancient words. Changing me, changing me, and changing you. We have come with open hearts. Oh, let the ancient words impart ancient words, ancient words ever true. Changing me, changing me, and changing you. We have come. Oh, we have come with open hearts. Oh, let the ancient words impart. Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you for your word. The revelation of your word. Father, thank you for opening our eyes to curses. Father, we thank you that we shall neutralize the curses that is upon our life. Those that we inherited and those we brought upon ourselves. By your grace, through your supernatural wisdom and the power of sacrifice, may help us to neutralize the curse. May our life be a life of a blessing. And Father, today, from today I pray, any activities in our life, that bring curses upon us. Help us to stop it. Amen. Help us to stop it. Amen. May we be like Jacob. May we see things that bring curses. Amen. And may we avoid it. Amen. Deliver us from walking in deception. Thinking that it doesn't matter. Only to find ourselves destroyed. This we ask in the name of your son, the only begotten one who died for us on the cross. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Master and Savior. In his name, we ask and let the saints say, Amen. 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 Hallelujah.